You would look good in one of Big T's tees. Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends NRL Season, a podcast that's excited about football as Eels fans uh, love to eat, sleep and break the streak. It will be unbelievable and I think it, it probably will be a dream that we're chasing and um, I just hope we go good. I'm Big T. <laughs> I'm Big T. Views of my own and I'm recording these views on the Corey Thompson Zoom hotline with your friend and mine, Crabs. How are you feeling, Crabs? Wonderful, thank you. Why is this the Corey Thompson Zoom hotline? So there's a Simpsons reference that you're not getting. There's a uh, they they had a um, nine oh two one oh kind of vibe with who was that guy who loved who was in nine oh two one oh. He was kind of Never like a heart throb. I know, I know, but I thought you still don't know. Luke, Luke. Anyway, some some heart throb in the nineties, and uh, the Simpsons did a takeoff of him. Luke Perry, thanks. I just had my producer on my ear telling me it was Luke Perry. Um, <laughs> and so they had a they had someone on there called Corey, Corey Patterson, there we go. Anyway, and they had a Corey hotline that Lisa ended up calling. That's like $8 a minute. She just sit there listening to the Corey hotline. I uh, do recall this episode. I do recall, yes, Things yes, that yes. run with Corey. Uh, and anyway, so when we had Corey Thompson, everyone then was calling him the Corey hotline. It was so good to have the Corey hotline. A lot of gifts about that. This Zoom is like if you're on the phone, you're on the line. I don't know. It's a long bow. Shit, I that, it, is, that is a tenuous link, but thank God we got there. Yeah. Corey Thompson, Zoom hotline. I'm so glad I asked. Yeah. Well, that's, that's pretty much how I'm going with my lockdown. It's just coming up with those kind of things. How's your lockdown going? Oh, I didn't do anything this weekend. I feel like I've just like hit a bit of a lockdown wall and just like... Even the most minute of tasks is hard work these days. Mm, okay. I think I like cooked dinner once in like four days and I was like, geez, I'm nailing life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I ask what it was? Uh, pumpkin risotto. Oh, okay. Well, pump, pumpkin chicken and zucchini risotto. Oh, Scoochie wow. had his uh, wisdom teeth out. So we're on, the, we're on the soft food still for a while. Wow. I'm trying to get all of the... Uh high-flying city doctor stuff done before you move to the country. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Yeah, you know, they don't have dentists out well, there. <laughs> your dentist is also your horse dentist, so you may as well Absolutely, absolutely. And you never yeah. look a gift scoochie in the mouth. That's what I've been told. No, not at all. Uh, football. If anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. Newcastle. Thursday, yes. bronze for Johns versus Jetso Ball. Now, bronze for Johns obviously relates to Joey Johns should have a statue. statue. Doesn't yet have a statue. Good listening, good remembering. Uh, and there is I a um, I like I like camp. the shortened abbreviation of just like bronze for Johns. Yeah, that, that yeah. works. That works well. Should have called it the Bronze for Johns hotline, and then you would have been a lot happier with me with my Zoom <laughs> yeah. reference. And Jetso Ball uh, relates to Jetso, who was a fantastic Titans Twitter guy. He even did an episode with me once explaining why the Titans were going to win the comp this year. Um, and obviously, ever since that, we've called it Jetso Ball, and he was devastated 
watching this game. At Dylan Matthews ninety one, he tweeted Newcastle, 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 Newcastle. And Emma H one one two three said, "Let's go Knights!" Oh my God, scintillating! What did you think of the Knights? Oh, I mean, I actually thought the Titans were better the entire game. I really did. I didn't. I actually thought the Titans deserved to win it. I thought they looked better. They should have. It was annoying. Oh right. I I feel like I'm a little like somehow have this like weird place in my heart for the Titans since at the start of the year I was like I reckon they're gonna get the top eight and so since then it's like now I need to fully back them to get there and so it was a bit disappointing I feel you Jetso whatever your name was yeah Uh, I I think there's a lot of people like that who had the Titans doing well and have nothing against them Mm. it's a bit sad Uh, I feel Mm. that I agree the the Knights had a lot of errors and stuff but I actually thought by the end of the game that they they did look the better team so Obviously, it was yeah. close enough. The scoreline was close enough, so it's close enough for you and I to disagree. Mm. Um, in fact, here he is, at Jetso underscore 10. He tweeted, fucking hate this team. Isn't that, isn't that sad? That's just, that's the tweet. I mean, that was one of his nicer tweets. <laughs> and at Mitch D underscore 90, he said, Patrick Herbert being the best field goal kicker in this lineup is the most Titans shit ever. So they're down there to have that kick, and then somehow Patrick Herbert, who's never kicked a drop goal in his NRL career, I mean, he's put his hand up. I like that the boys got some confidence, but surely there's, there's got to be someone. Absolutely, back yourself. There's got to be someone else, though. Yeah. What did you think yeah. overall of the Titans then? I mean, I know you said it was annoying, but what do you put it down to? Why, why would they lose a game like that? I don't know. I mean, I also just don't think, like, they have the wealth of experience in, in that pressure as well, maybe. I don't yeah. know. I don't, I don't know what it was. Like, it just it, it was just a bit... I don't know. They just couldn't, I don't know what it was. They just couldn't get there. Yeah. And people say that winning's a habit, which is the point I was going to make when you started to go down that line. But then I realised mm. the Knights aren't a team that then has a winning habit either. So I guess that's why it was so No, close. but I feel like they have more experience yeah. with it than the Titans a bit more. Yeah. Well, certainly Mitchell um, Pierce has been. I was about to say, they're key, and they have more like those key players that have been there before. Mm. and know what that looks like, whereas the Titans, not as much. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. At Jason NRL, he tweeted, the game perfectly sums up both of these sides with the ball. Knights, poor an attack, avoiding their best weapon, and Titans, poor an attack, over-reliant on their best weapon. I thought it was mm. a fantastic tweet. That is, a, that is a, yeah, good summary. Well done. He should really be have his own podcast instead of people listening to our score. 15-14. <laughs> yeah. Now, Jetso underscore 10, he's, here he is again. <clears throat> I'm done. I don't care what happens from here. This <laughs> team, after year after year, is full of false hope, and it's gotten to a point now where I'm just dead inside. Like, I can't be bothered stressing and letting my emotions run with this side. Sad thing is, uh, sad thing is just keep supporting it. Yeah, but also, like, that's what I think they should be. Don't be a fair-weathered fan. You're yeah, there no, for I... the good times and the shit times. Mostly the shit times. <laughs> yeah. And, and I agree with you. There's something kind of um, beautiful about allowing something to affect your emotions like this. Mm. You feel this mm, sadness. That That's pretty amazing. And, and you yeah. know, it, does, it does go away. It's not like you're, you know, actually letting, you know, some emotional abuse happen to you. It, it is just a no. thing. So you can put it away. But you know, yeah. it's lovely to feel this upset or this angry or this stressed or this happy or elated. Um, Definitely. Also, 
I also love putting in tweets like that because Jetso, by the time he listens to this on Monday or Tuesday, won't feel like that. But then he's going to hear that tweet no. back and go, oh, yeah, I did. I did write that. I had lots of feelings, like so many feelings on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's going to be like five days later. And, oh, no. Friday, chicken chow money versus feet fans. This is your game. I mean, you must have liked it. At mm-hmm. Braden J. Brady, who was the most universally loved NRL player and why is it Cameron Murray? And it was immediately responded to by at Bogan Fit, who said most universally loved human being. Oh, could not agree more. I love him so much. He's just like, just seems like an NRL good boy. Like, he was really sweet at the start when he came out and they were like asking him about his 100th game with the Bunnies. He's like, no, it's not about, it's not about me. He was also sharing it, I think, with like Jai Arrow or something. Didn't interview him because obviously everyone loves Cameron Murray. Yeah. Um, and he was just like, oh, it's not like, just chill. It's about us winning against the, you know, Bruce. And I was like, Good on you. Yeah. Well done. And in a game where there was lots of melees and, and bad feeling and whatnot, he sails through that all the time. Like Tom Travoyevich, where somehow his team feels a bit grubby and they're always in a fight and they're always doing something stupid. and yeah. But those guys just seem to come out of it looking lovely and, and I know. love them even more. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. He, he's, he's great. Bunnies man. are great. How did you see the Bunnies play overall? What do you think? Um, yeah, look, I think that from the start, they looked really good and I felt quite confident that they had this, they were all over it. Um, I mean, the only thing, obviously, I'm sure we'll talk about it was when Latrell first got sent off and then I was like, Ooh, this is interesting how, how they'll go. Um, and then old mate Bennett sent Reynolds back on, I think he was trying to arrest him or something. And then he sent him back on. You were like, yeah, okay, they, they, that one playmaker can possibly make quite a large difference. Cause I think that was when maybe a, sl- a bit more of a knife edge. Like I think up until then, it was like no worry whatsoever, no stress watching it. The bunnies just looked all over them. And then that happened. I was like, hmm. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was a, it was a silly, silly heated game like I know I know the bunnies and roosters are always heated mm-hmm. like there's always pushing and shoving and stuff like that I feel like in particular with those that that combination but it was it was not good <laughs> well let's talk about the the bit you were alluding to before at Jacko yeah. Marto he tweeted I'm a big Latrell fan but sometimes mm. he just loses his head and he's very yeah. lucky he's very lucky not to be sent off for that at Kazo 60. I really feel for Joey Miner tonight. He plays the game in the right spirit and is one of the game's mm. best players. No one deserves to be taken out of the game like that. And and I, I mean, I love both of those perspectives because I, like you, are mm. a big Latrell fan. I think he's great on the field, yeah. particularly off the field. Um, but yeah, there's... The work yeah. he does, yeah. But it, that was... I, was feel, I feel like that, that person who said that he'd like... He, like I, I, I don't think... He came in to the tackle to knock his fucking head off, essentially. But he definitely went into it with, like, he'd lined him up. Like, from as close as at camera angle as you could see, he'd lined him up and he was doing damage. Like, he, mm. he, he didn't want to break his cheekbone or whatever he ended up doing, but he wanted to do damage. Mm. And he does, he gets a bit, like... I don't know, he just loses his cool or you can see him, but even for the rest of the game, 
And I think maybe he was a bit rattled. Like you could hear afterwards when Manu came up and sort of like there's a bit of a push and a shove and whatever. Weirdly, no one really acknowledged it for a while. And Manu came up and sort of said, he was like, I, I genuinely didn't mean any harm. And I was like, mm, I think you didn't mean harm, but you probably didn't realise what you had done until after. And then, like, I think now you've, fit, like, hopefully you can see that his face is literally swelling up in front of you, that you feel some form of remorse. Mm. But then when he came back on, he was like, still ready for blood like he yeah. was just like when he scored that try he was just like oh like I would not I wouldn't have tackled him he's like oh, he looked scary mm. yeah he, he scored that try uh, and threw the ball on the ground near yeah. the and, and it was perceived to be thrown at him I, I don't know how true that is but anyway mm. it certainly didn't look good and the way that Tedesco looked at him because Tedesco pushes him away being like because Tedesco is another one of those guys who's <laughs> never in trouble he always stays out of a fight he yeah. was just like he wasn't starting a fight there he was more like can you get away from us? Like, you're yeah. fine. Oh, well, please don't be around yeah. us. It was a yeah. weird scene. And, and after um, Alan Katzman tweeted that thing about mm. Joey Manu playing the right spirit, I also realised that he's mm. also one of those guys who just seems really lovely, plays excellent football, he's never, he's not chirpy or annoying. He's, no. Um, yeah. Just, so gets out there, just gets out there and, and does it and, like, plays the game and doesn't and he, buy into any of that extra okay. shit. And it didn't look like he was um, doing that either with Luttrell. He looked like he was coming over to Luttrell to be like, he, I think he said to him, why did you do that? Like, why yeah, were you doing I think like he, that? It was just, yeah. like, and almost crying. And everyone was a little bit like, holy crap, this is, it is sad. Yeah. He's not trying to fight him. It, he's begging for an excuse. He's, he's like, yeah, what what the fuck was that? Almost like, sh- like, give me an explanation yeah. because that's, that's so unnecessary. Yeah. And their friends, it, um, you know, because Luttrell used to play for them and, you know, it was, it was heartbreaking. And, and yeah, yeah. you mentioned there that, that it was kind of ignored a bit. In fact, at YTV Gaza 94 yeah, the Vic, mm. he tweeted, Klein has lost full fucking control. These players need to chill the fuck out and just play the game out. Now, I think a lot of people saw, and, and Trent Robinson in the press conference afterwards said that Manu had been hit and they ignored it or they didn't see it. In their mm. Mm. Whereas Klein said um, they were playing advantage. With, with, with being hit like that, the ball was still in play. They had the entire mm. set. So they don't have to play with with um not rough play. What's the whatever whatever it is when you hit someone late and, and do horrible physical yeah. stuff. You're allowed to play can go for an entire half of football. Uh, sorry, for an entire yeah. set. So you can get to the last tackle and them not score and you go, okay, blow a whistle on tackle one, you did this uh, shit. I want to see what happens. You back yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. So you can yep. go, they can play advantage for a really long time because it's because of mm. so bad the referee has loaded. Sure, so okay. Yeah. Klein said that's what he was doing. It's not that he'd missed mm. it. He just wanted to see what the Roosters could do in the meantime. But it looked really, um, it looked really like um, not careless, like uh, incompassionate, like it, like they it, didn't care. It did. And it took it Manu coming over like and that. stopping the play to go. Can someone please like recognise that I almost died? Um, yeah. And then everyone was like, okay, okay, okay. Well, there was a penalty. We saw it. We just went. yeah. So that's then, interesting. I didn't. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Now a lot of Twitter was complaining about the refereeing. But not not binning Latrell there. Sorry, not sending him off and and mm. that. and they were saying things like yeah, the big had said there that Klein had lost control. Now I completely understand that sentiment, and yeah, the big and I, yeah, the big is a great fan, and her and I agree mm. on lots of different things. This is one that her and I missed each other though because, and she's in the majority. Most most people will agree with her and think that the referee mm. lost control of the game. 
And that's how most fans saw it. But I'm going to suggest that the refereeing paradigm that we have in uh, as mm. fans and as a game is that referees are, are often the first person we look at when something happens in a game rather than the players. Big time. And, and so the phrase, something like, get them on side, which is such a normal thing that we say in rugby league, has the them in it. And we're, we're yeah. you know, when we're shouting at a game, we're, we're talking to referees, get them on side. But it's really that phrase should be, get on side. We should be chatting at our team yes. to do the right thing. Yeah. And so... Yeah. At the aftermath of this one, we were complaining about the client, you know, and, and his choosing to not send them off or, or things like that. I, I was trying to encourage people to look at the fact that players kept doing such horrible shit and whether or mm. not what the punishment is, I agree with you. We should, they need to be punished, but let's constantly keep our energy and our rage back at players making poor decisions, not referees making decisions after the players have already made a decision. You know what I mean? It's like getting upset with Absolutely. about the sentencing rather than still being upset with the criminals for, for breaking the law. So For what they did. I yeah. actually, I very much agree with you there. And I know that yeah, the refs, are, they can really cop it quite quickly. But essentially, if you're being paid like $800,000 a year, follow the fucking rules. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, it's... It's not hard. Like, there's not, a, you know, a huge, vast amount of rules. Just follow the rules. Like, play the game that you've been asked to play. Yeah, and try um, really hard never to hurt someone in the head on the game yeah. or out of the game. Like yeah, this. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway. no, that was, that was rough. What happened with Liam Knight? He got two weeks. I missed that. Did, did he – he got two weeks. No idea. Like, a shot. But from what I can gather, it was a shoulder charge, but he – was carrying the ball, and I didn't even know you could do that. Well, maybe he lifted his elbow. You're not allowed to lift your May, knee, okay, elbow. Okay, maybe that was thing. it. Sure. Okay, maybe that. that was it. But I there missed, were so I missed many that. people in a report over this weekend that that judiciary thing mm. would have just been, and they start late because it's it, it starts at like eight. All, all the people who go, they're all lawyers and judges from from the real world representing wow. people, um, and so mm. they, they've got to do it after their real job. So anyway, that would have been nuts. Um, I've got. I can't. I can't tell you what's going on with the judiciary met score. Fifty-four twelve. Yeah, and it really. It didn't feel like that for a lot of the game. It really blew out the no. back end. But do we? Do we think? Is. How do we think? Do we think that Latrell, for the done season, is going to ruin the bunnies' hope of, of um, a GF? Probably. Uh, probably. I, probably. I, yeah. I feel confident that they could maybe. Um, beat the Storm or Panthers. Mm. But a, a mm. lot of that was on the back of Latrell being amazing yeah. during parts of the game. So yeah. without him, I just don't see... It's probably Alex Johnson as a fullback and I just don't see... And, and then you've got Mansour on the wing. Mansour, last time you guys played Penrith, looked terrible. So He did, he did. Oh, yeah, doesn't yeah. Anyway, R.I.P. Anyway. You'll still play one <sighs> in the finals. Though. You still made the finals you had yeah. that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're just about to get under this game. Sunday... <laughs> Culture Club versus your Versace's at Josh99 Coleman. Tigers putting in more effort this game than literally any other game this year. Maybe they just need to pretend Ivan is coaching every other team in the NRL and they'll give a shit more often. Uh, and that was true of the first half. I think it was 12-6. We, our defence looked excellent. Our, our attack wasn't amazing, but our defence was good. What did, how did you see the first half? I, I had that down. Defence was great. I was really impressed. Um, the Panthers just couldn't seem to really do anything at that point, like for the first yeah. half, which was awesome to see. It was exciting. Mm. And a, a, um, lot, a, a lot of it had to do with them, but some of it was to do with us, like putting pressure on mm, us. Mm. Definitely. 
At West LifePod um, tweeted, and now the confidence is shot, energy is down, floodgates open, it was fun believing for half a game, I guess. How did you see that? Yeah, I, I feel there was there was a game, I can't remember what it was. I think um, Kikau broke through and scored a try and I was like, oh, I feel like it just like it just seemed a bit more deflated and it was like, ah, here we go. Um, the Panthers are the Panthers are going to do what they do, which they like. I mean, it's it wasn't a diabolical score. Do you know what I mean? Like, thanks. Yeah, like, good. Like for what it what it could have possibly had the yeah. potential to be, yeah. it wasn't. Um, so I don't know. There was a great try at the end by some um, some Tigers player that was bloody impressive. Who was that? Yeah, it's our bench hooker um, Simkins, I think. Great, love that. Yeah, he um, yeah, sure. Uh, and he's he's the future. No, I agree. It was good. It, it was yeah. good. By then, I was um, I was I was doing exactly. the crabs actually in this game. I was cooking, so I was um, which helping me with my anxiety. Yeah, uh, definitely. Most beautiful tiger took Littlest out to do some bike riding, which he's just started to do, which is exciting. And so I got to watch uh, the game and, and cook. But um, yeah, so that was that was fun. The um, the the try was fine. I mean. Um, score? Fine. 30-16. Yeah, and that's nowhere near as bad as it, as as you alluded to was going to be. In fact, one of my favourite mm. accounts on NRL Twitter ever, Budunya, he had a hashtag, uh, instead of hashtag NRL Panthers Tigers, which was the official one, mm. he had hashtag Clocks Tigers, just to see if the clock was going to be, if the Panthers were going to beat the clock in the points for a period of time, because Melbourne did it, you might remember. Melbourne was beating the clock when playing us about eight weeks ago. I think it was about the 40th minute and it was 42 nil or something. Anyway, so, you know, we didn't lose to the clock. Uh, yeah, I think considering what, who, um, what's his name? Toho got back and Fisher, whatever Harris. his name is, came back. Fisher Harris, yeah. I thought there would be a larger domination. So I think I yeah. thought it was really good. I was, I was, I was proud. Great. And you can now watch, um, you can now watch the last episode of Tiger Town, because I'm sure you've caught up by now because all your eyebrows are very high. Like you definitely didn't. Uh, <laughs> last episode of Tiger Town, which will probably obviously not have this game in it, but it'll have some of the other games and them going into lockdown. So it will be very interesting to see what that looked like and what that, how that felt for them and, yeah, Coaching nice. Changes. Yeah, you get around I, it, mate. I will. I definitely will. <laughs> the Wowman of the Week was brought to you by Trophyland. Trophyland is the number one place for all your trophy needs. They're still rolling during uh, Sydney's lockdown. So if you need them, get around them. Just like our good friends, Surplus City, PWA. Find all of those uh, links in our show notes. Go and show them some love in this time of need. What's your Wowman, Crabs? Um... I've got two, just in the yeah. spirit of, uh, um, I know this is old news, but I, I found out last week and then I didn't think to put it in. Um, at her car at the Bulldogs next year, I just, I just think is, is going to be really interesting. Yeah. Um, and I just look forward to seeing how, he's such a key player and I always wonder what a key player looks like in a mediocre team and, and how that actually makes them, like how it reflects on them. Mm. So I'm interested to see how that goes um, and just was quite blown away by that, to be honest. Yeah, I love it. That came out, of course, in like March or like the beginning of the year, he signed it. So I just love it. That's now coming to your ears, yeah. 
I never looked into it because I only ever saw Fox running about it and I refused to open up Fox links. Did you actually hear the story? I just read the headline. It was so bizarre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so during like to try and increase, um, player like wellbeing and that sort of thing, they've given them all like these particular type of speakers. They can play music, do whatever. Um, Anyway, Lachlan Lewis has tried to um, flog it on eBay for $500 and has been caught. So, like, and this is allegedly. So, like, allegedly he's making profit from stolen goods. So he's been Oof. stood down um, from the club. And I don't know what will happen now. But it's just, like, a brain snap. Like, I, like, I mean, I don't know what he'd be on. But, like, it's more than probably you and I combined, mm. um, well, like why, why make an extra cheeky $500 on eBay? Mm. Why not yeah. go Gumtree? <laughs> yeah, well, no one's watching. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Well, that's crazy. I don't know. That's Wild, a great moment. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I am. Um, I had obviously, I've also got two. The first one was uh, that the Storm lost. They had a 19 mm. game winning streak. They tied the record. Everyone felt like they were going to beat Parramatta, particularly you and me, because we, we decided they probably weren't going to ever win again. Um, and there they were beating them. And so at yeah, the Vic tweeted, they beat them twice. They'll go out in straight sets in the finals, but they beat Melbourne Storm fucking twice. So that's true. They beat them at the beginning of the year and the end of the year. That's right. Isn't crazy. that wild? Really crazy. And now yeah. maybe in the Rabbits that could have jagged a crazy win against Melbourne or um, Panthers, but now you know the Eels are a real no. chance of beating one of them. Ugh, nah, <laughs> not gonna happen. <laughs> My other one was the sad wowman, which was the NRLW, which was supposed to start the, the moment the NRLM finished. It's been postponed until January, so it's still gonna happen. It's gonna happen in the height of summer, which is gonna be really hard for those poor. Yeah, shit, that's rough. Not, they're already not working, training full time, so. To do that in summer is going to be hard, but it's going to be great in that we have standalone competition. Um, it'll be around about the same time that the AFLW happens, so there'll be a huge amount of women's football happening at the same time. So it'll be a lovely kind of football celebration for Australia. Is that um, a COVID thing that it's been postponed? So they'd be doing, they would be starting in six weeks, but obviously we're yeah. in lockdown until the end of this month. And so they'd need a, yeah. that means they'd only have about a two week pre season, which assuming that we get out when they say what we get mm. out. Mm. If it's postponed anymore, they've been in real trouble. And so they're worried that if their pre-season is really short, obviously that's going to impact the play, which it would, uh, their on-field product. And if the on-field product's not great and everyone's watching it for the first time, you know, that's an opportunity they might never get back. So they wanted to make yeah, sure that they course. look as good as possible um, when they have that many people watching. And and I actually think this will be better. Well, when they told us it was going to be after the season ended, I was excited because they're going to be by themselves. But I mm. do remember last year when the season finished and then we had Origin, there was a real fatigue mm. about around football and a lot yeah. of people just wanted to kind of done and, and have Christmas and get into summer. Mm. This way, hopefully we get a bit of a break. We have Christmas and whatnot. COVID's, you know, we've all been vaccinated a lot more. So COVID's you know, yeah, yeah. To, to go into the rearview mirror a bit. 
and we'll have that football that'll be the first football of the, season, of the year, and that'll be, you know, that will hopefully be an even better, hopefully will be an even better situation for them. That's great. That's really good. So when does it start? Jan. January. Jan. Yeah. Jan. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's no, cool. But, yeah. And all your support is turning up. Thank you very much. Yeah, Hi, I'm Ali. And I'm Lulu. And welcome to Lulu and Ali's Tipping. So this week coming is round 25. Yes. So first game, Raiders v. Roosters. Roosters. I'm not sure. Can you check the game info just in case? Okay, people think that the Roosters will win. And the Roosters have had more wins in the past five rounds. So I think I'll go Roosters. Storms and Sharks. Storms. I agree with that. And then Panthers and Eels. Panthers. Well, Eels won won against the Storms, so I'm not too sure. But the Storms are first place, and they're really good, so I'm not sure. Okay. Broncos and Knights. Knights. I think Knights, too. What about Cowboys and Sea Eagles? Sea Eagles. I'm not sure about that one. Can you just double-check, please? So, 90... Oh, Sea Eagles are coming fourth at the moment? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll go Sea Eagles then. Rabbitohs. I'll choose Rabbitohs. So, it's Rabbitohs and Dragons, and I'll choose Rabbitohs. Yeah. What about you, Lulu? Rabbitohs. Yeah. Rabbitohs are good because they're, like, coming third or something. Yeah. I think. And then Warriors and... Titans. People Titans. think Titans, but I actually think Warriors. And then last one, Tigers and Bulldogs. Tigers. Tigers. Okay, well, that's all for round 25. This is Lulu and Ali coming in from Lulu, Lulu and Ali's Tipping. Okay, thanks. Bye. Back to Big T. Bad luck of the week, Crabs. Who do you like? Who or who don't you like? And you think will lose? I mean, I don't love the Raiders, but I feel like they could get up against the Roosters. They've kind of been in good form the last couple of weeks. That's a great one. Um, mm, I feel like that's probably my main one. I took the Cowboys last week, which I was so chuffed with. Well done. Um, just wanted to put that in there. Um, yeah, look, I'd say... Probably I'll stick with Raiders over Roosters. What about well, that, you? Yeah, now that was going to be my one too. But now that we've seen that the Sharks, sorry, that the Storm are losable, that you know, three dollars mm. ten on the Sharks isn't crazy. They just want a really hard game this weekend, so it's not crazy. That's true. Parramatta didn't look great today. Parramatta looked great true. yesterday. There's another true. crazy one. Um, the the Storm have that weird like, like a bit of a Achilles heel against the um, Sharks. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of a funny thing where like, you know, they go undefeated, but except for the, like the last couple of years and the Sharks might get them. Um, get them. Yep. I think the Cowboys are the worst luck. Oh, rabbits and Eagles look like the most for sure wins. Mm. And then obviously the Tigers will will destroy Bulldogs and end the season on an incredible high. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're my my three locks. 50 plus. Yeah. 50 50 plus. plus. (laughs) Yeah. I'm feeling all right because I'm not going to get bruised. What do you mean, how am I feeling? 
Well, enjoy your sport for another week. Get around good people on the socials. Like Budunya, the man I talked about before, he tweeted, have to start calling ourselves, the Parramatta Eels, the umbrellas too good for the storms. <laughs> we'll talk to you next time, sports best friends. See you later. We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes and we bloody love yous. Unless there's something it's, also good you want to tell me, yeah, doing, I think, okay? I think it, yeah, no, all good. It's, it's recording now. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I'll, I won't put this in unless you say something really embarrassing. Oh, um, shat myself today. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's good. Uh, that okay. <laughs>